Welcome, everybody, to episode five of Disney Plus Reviews. I'm one of your co-hosts, Phil Souza, and I'm joined by my good friend, co-host, and an expert ATST pilot, Jack Alterman. Thank you. Uh, we don't get enough credit uh, these days for what we did for the Empire. Um, people really cheer for the Rebels, and they don't understand how hard we worked to get uh, all all of the forest of Endor cleared uh, of... Of, now, listen, you see the Ewoks as fuzzy, lovable. I saw them as an invasive species. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's your opinion. <laughs> okay, we got, we got to stop that. This is going to go really poor. Um, I love the Ewoks. They're cuddly and fuzzy, and they deserve their own standalone crime-fighting show, Ewok Detective Service, starring, uh, I don't know, Admiral Akbar. As the kooky neighbor that lives next door. <laughs> I would love to see that. That would be that awesome. <laughs> well, that's like my earlier when I sent you that text about um, about maybe we'll we'll stick stick with the Mandalorian long enough where the Mandalorian can watch Baby Yoda, the kid, I guess is what we're calling him now. Yeah. Uh, watch him grow, and he'll grow up, and they can start their own detective agency on a spinoff show. Yeah. I'd watch that. I do that, did I? <laughs> A crime there was. Hey, okay. Let me ask you this question because I legit don't don't know the answer of it. Um, does uh, what uh, yodel yodel? No, it's not yodel. Yeah. What, what's the? Uh, it's yodel, isn't it? The um, the female Yoda that we see. Yeah. It's only one. Who knows, but man? Does she ever? Ha- does she have any lines? Does no, she ever speak? I think she just sat there and blinked her eyes. I I I think they were just like, look, it's another. I mean, I didn't Yoda even... species, and even then, like, it's in the Yalik or whatever is in the. Um, and I'm surprised pronouncing that wrong. And someone's like, it's not the y'all like, but it's like, like that was even just in the extended universe stuff in the, in the books. So, I mean, it it wasn't like that's not even canon. Right. They, they're actually, I think they're pulling a lot of stuff from, from that extended universe. Well, and also not previously non-canon stuff like the holiday special that we've talked about a couple times. They really paid a lot of homage to that thing. Yeah. And that stuff is now canon, which is really crazy. I think it's... Fu- as long as Itchy. <laughs> yeah. As long as True Walk is dead, love. Itchy is not canon. We're good. Uh, it is interesting that parts of the holiday special are canon now, but not all of it. Like, it's it's not fair to assume that the entire yeah. holiday Diana special... Diana Ross's is. weird, psychedelic... <laughs> yeah. Itchy moment is not good for anyone, so we don't need to see that. Uh, well, if you're just joining us for the first time for Disney Plus Reviews, uh, we are an unofficial Disney Plus podcast. Uh, if you couldn't tell already, we're going to spoil all the episodes that we review of The Mandalorian on this show. Uh, we're going to get into some spoilers on episode four of uh, The Mandalorian today. And um, we obviously go back and, and watch the episode. If you haven't seen episode four of The Mandalorian, watch that first. We don't want to spoil it for you. It's going to be a lot more enjoyable if you just watch watch it and and uh we may have already given you a couple hints about what's in the episode but i I think you'll still have a good time so we do have an email address on the show we just got that about a week ago a little late well we're moving on up (laughs) we finally got that email it finally came in the mail yeah and we can use it now yeah that's that's why it took us a a few weeks because we had to wait for the email to arrive (laughs) um but yeah we our email address is disney plus reviews that's plus spelled out disney plus reviews at hotmail.com uh so go ahead and hit us up there let us know what you like about the show some things that you'd like to hear us talk about on the show Uh, if you want to give us your own reviews of certain episodes that you've seen or the Mandalorian in general, how you think it's going. We would love to have you 
your thoughts and your audio clips, whatever you send us onto the show. So, uh, and thanks for joining us. This has been a lot of fun for Jack and I just to kind of, I mean, we would do this anyways, I think, even yeah, if we we're just doing recording podcasts. our conversation about this great show. Yeah. And honestly, Disney plus in general, um, it's a unique, um, it's, it's such a unique thing. Disney plus, uh, it will be the it's a game changer as far as it has net as Netflix was a game changer for streaming. Now Disney Plus has like upped the game. Oh yeah. And how people are gonna do business on all this. Yeah. And I'm afraid though they're gonna have all these like little silos of networks and we're all gonna have to subscribe to all the little silos to get the content. And they're just going to bleed us dry. Isn't that already happening, though? Well, I mean, I mean it's, I'm saying it's really going to ratchet up now. Because yeah, TV, yeah. as we know it, is already starting to erode and go away. And now it's becoming this kind of thing. And Netflix started that. Disney Plus is really going to hone in on it. At some point, they'll be like, here's this. And they've talked about the NBC streaming service at some point. And I know a lot of oh, people really? are like, yes. Yeah. So oh, is, well, P- is it called the Peacock? Or, is or that... whatever. Yeah, allegedly. Okay, gotcha. Well, it, well, you know, like the, they'll take Seinfeld and they'll take The Office and they'll take all those things. Once those deals all run out for those other networks that have it, oh. and then and then they will, um, and then they um, will all have, I mean, if you want that content, you'll have to buy their service. Yeah. And, and I don't know that that model is sustainable because people will be like, and eventually we're just going to no. go, ba- go back to basically paying for cable. Like, yeah, and then, and then, and then like, Disney and Disney and NBC and all those people will just become their own cable companies and buy. Co- it's just like it's going to come full circle, and we'll all be like, "And this used to be called Directv, but now it's called Disney Disney uh, Satellite uh, Hookup into your eyeballs. Yeah, direct download. <laughs> Disney direct download into your irises. <laughs> That is the future, my friends. Um, it's a scary future, Orwellian future. <laughs> uh, we are going to be reviewing every single episode of The Mandalorian. So if you hit the subscribe button today on what you're listening to, whatever podcast player that you're listening to us on, we're on pretty much everything. You, what what we promised you is we're gonna re- we're we're gonna review every episode. We're not just gonna quit halfway. So we're actually halfway through already. Uh, four out of eight episodes. We're and I quit. Phil. Four. Yeah, and when we're done, uh, this is gonna be the last episode of Disney Plus reviews. It's a joke. Um, but no, we're we're gonna review every single episode of The Mandalorian, and then we'll jump on another show. Whatever is next. Yes. Yeah, in January. So that's kind of what, that's what we're looking at uh, over the span of the show. So. Um, what we're going to do today is, is what we do every week. We're going to kind of go beat by beat through the episode. We kind of recap what happened in it, uh, discuss, discussing as we go along, just kind of giving our thoughts on, on how we felt like the moment landed. At the end, we'll talk about our favorite moments, our top two, top three moments of the of the episode, and then cover some questions, thoughts, predictions, what we want to see in future episodes. And then we'll usually end with uh, what else are we watching on Disney Plus, just to kind of cap off the I show. I've got a doozy for you, sir. <laughs> I can't wait. So, okay, so let's let's jump into the recap. So, um, uh, where we last left, like in, at the end of episode three, the big question that you and I had at the end of our podcast last episode was, where is he going? Yeah. Where, like, where is he? He's obviously on the run. He's just, yeah. um, you know, basically burned every bridge he possibly could, except for with the the other Mandalorians, that, that part of um, right. their uh, covert is what they called it. Yeah. Um, so other than like this Mandalorian co- covert, he pretty much has said sayonara to everyone he's ever known. Everybody. Um, and where is he going? Like where, where could he possibly go? So, um, so w- what did you think? Like what was, how, how was the resolution of that for you? Um, I thought it was interesting. Um, he picked a non, basically it, it's not uncivilized, but it's non, uh, I don't know, modern tech planet. Right. 
uh, an intelligent species enough, not like a primitive species. He calls it a backwater scug hole. It is a backwater <laughs> scug hole. But he's saying that because it's under it's undeveloped. The the empire didn't really reach out to that part of the galaxy because it's so far out there. Yeah. Um, except for the fact that we do find out that there is some empire um, technology on the planet. Super cool. Um, which was awesome. Um, the overall tone of the episode of this episode. Um, you you start out you you find this uh, species that's on the planet. I say species; they're humanoid. They're they look, actually they are humans, basically. Yeah, they are. Um, this is actually one of the few races that is really human. I, I don't know, like the the race that like um, Luke and Lando, like those guys, the the you know what we consider to be human yes. people. Um, are they ever? They're never called humans, right? I don't think so. Uh, I, I mean, they're they're not humans because they, they live in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, but so. they are humanoid yeah. and like us, basically. One, one thing we have not really said much about, and maybe we've mentioned it, but the directors of the, oh, yeah. of the there are different directors for multiple episodes. This the director for this one is Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, pretty cool. Ron Howard's daughter. Yeah, Opie's daughter. You know, she was in uh, Lady in the Water. Yeah, look at her now. She lived in a pool. <laughs> And now she's <laughs> directing episodes. What? What? I mean, it's amazing. She's come so far. Amazing. Yeah. Um. So she doesn't appear in this episode, but she did direct it, and that's I'm, worth noting. I'm going to say this. She's probably I'm, one of the bigger, other than John Favreau, one of the bigger directors. I'm going to say this, and I'm not meaning to objectify. I'm only giving compliments here. Uh, Julia Jones, Omera, Omara, Omera, who oh, yeah, plays yeah. the uh, the village matriarch kind of matriarch. She's yeah. a widow. She is a very attractive person. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you turn around and um, what's her face? What's her? Oh, what's her face? Oh, what's her face? What? What? Who? Who's the main? Uh, the the main oh, lady here? Oh, what's her? Mug? Gina Carano, former UFC fighter. Yeah. Okay. See, I didn't. I didn't. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's a looker. Dude. I, um, and I'm not. Hey, you know she she dated um, Henry Cavill. Oh, really? For quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. You're just saying. I, I'm. He only made this. He honestly, that, those two alone, those two people alone, I was just like this. Well, she's got guns too. Like you Dude. can see, and he means. And I don't mean literal. Means her, I don't mean literal guns. Well, I mean, and he means her. <laughs> she her arms are. Yeah, he means her arms are. are she, uh, she does. She's ripped. She she does. She does brandish some weapons. But what I'm saying is, uh, her. Yeah, she she like, is a force from, from, from the very first scene that that fight scene that you see. We're getting ahead of ourselves, but that that first fight scene between her and the Mandalorian, she like uh, at one point they hit the ground at the same time and kind of draw their weapons. I'm like, dude, look at her bicep. Yes, I yeah. was like, holy she's crap! Ripped. I didn't know she was a UFC fighter. That makes a lot yeah. of sense. And she only lost one match, but like what I've learned about UFC, I like UFC, I watch UFC, is once someone loses, there's a good chance they never come back. Ronda Rousey really? Ronda Rousey has like two losses and she was done. Oh, I didn't know but that. But she'll she'll never go back to UFC. Really? I yeah, didn't know because that. I, I it, it I think it messes them up. Like yeah. I, I'm telling you, this is a yeah. brutal sport. Huh. Like she's not doing and I love pro wrestling, and if you guys I've probably talked about that much on this show, but I really love pro wrestling. My son and I, you too, like we yeah. we like pro wrestling. It's fixed. If you didn't know that already, it's is it's it's actually probably faker than the Mandalorian. There's actually more real <laughs> th- parts of it. But I love the athleticism blah 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 blah. Right? But UFC is not fixed and UFC is brutal. Yeah. And when you get knocked out in real life in that kind of form and you just get brutalized. So she hasn't went I mean she has one loss and she never went back really. 
So, yeah. anyway. Long uh, story short. She's a perfect cast. Uh, oh, casting yeah, for yeah, this yeah. role, I think. Uh, well, let's go back to this. They were The Mandalorian and, uh, and the kid, maybe Yoda, but the kid, um, are flying through the galaxy. He is talking to Baby Yoda, so, and he's trying to teach Baby Yoda about language. This is what we do with little kids. This is very intelligent. The Mandalorian has parental skills he didn't even understand. He's already talking to this kid. Mm-hmm. This kid's going to grow up and have a great vocabulary thanks to the Mandalorian. Um, so the Mandalorian's talking to him. Now, this is a planet. Uh, it uh, looks like there's life on it, but it's a backwater scug hole, <laughs> and uh, no one will know we're here. We can lay low here for a few weeks. Yeah. And um, he's like, it's a perfect place, so he lands. The villagers, before the, actually before this all happens, the villagers are there. Uh, they're they're fishing out of these ponds, picking these blue goldfish, well, like blue little fish, out of there. However, in the distance, you hear this <laughs> Jurassic Park style, and uh, one laser one laser blast. Did you know right then, just from the audio? Oh, it was just huge. The audio cue. I was just like, that's that's an ATST. I, I didn't honestly initially think that i just thought oh these other people these raiders and they just called them raiders they were like a like their faces i have like a dog looking face to them yeah i i heard from that very first audio cue i was like that's not a that's not a blaster sounds that's like that's some kind of a i, I figured it was either an at 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 or, or yeah. an atst yeah and so yeah. um they basically come in they steal their fish and then they run off killing several of the villagers and uh the uh Kamara, what did I say her name was? Kamara? Kamara? Which uh, is... Omera. Omera, not Kamara. That's a uh, actually a UFC hold. It's a triangle <laughs> hold, actually. Um, but Omera uh, hides with her daughter, we're assuming, and um, they run off. And then it starts the intro, and then we see the Mandalorian and uh, uh, the kid flying in. The kid is pushing buttons because he's a kid. He doesn't know anybody. He just likes to bu- push the buttons. Yeah, and he's all, the Mandalorian says, "Stop touching things! Stop touching things!" <laughs> he like actually picks him up again. Yeah, and like, it's very kid like now. He yeah. didn't have his stroller anymore to put him in. <laughs> um, but then they he goes, "Okay, listen, you stay here, do not move, don't touch anything. Got it?" And the and the kid just looks up at him with those big old eyes and he goes, "All right." And he goes, <laughs> and it's so funny. The door. I laughed out loud. The door comes down on his ship. Yeah. And as it does, Baby Yoda's just looking up at him. <laughs> he's, he's like, oh, uh, what the heck? What the heck? <laughs> so anyway, he goes into the town, which that actually surprised me. I but think he, he's just going to live out like in the woods. Went, yeah, he just went straight into the society. Yeah. I mean, they, they make reference that most – so the planet is Sorgan. I don't think we said that. But, um, like, from the very beginning, I mean, it's pretty evident, like, even in the very first clip, like, you're seeing, like, farmers in the middle of nowhere. Most of this planet is probably very rural, but he goes straight for society. Like, I, I, I did think that also that was kind of weird. Yeah, and I guess the whole theme that this is a Western – yeah. They wanted to keep with that. Yeah, they have to go. And he, that's the very Western this thing This is to the do. saloon scene. Like, yes. he steps into the saloon. I think he's going to have a lot of those in this in this series. Um, and we have it pulled up here, but there's uh, a, a little droid thing carrying they the, have technology. Krill, the yeah. krill fish or whatever it is, and they're harvesting the, the fish. By the way, that's that's something I've always found really fascinating about just Star Wars in general, beyond this show, I, all of Star Wars. It doesn't matter how backwoods, how poor, it, everyone has a droid. Everyone. Like, I mean, the Jawas, like, are selling droids to Aunt Beru and stuff like that on Tatooine. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what kind of money you make. Everyone can afford a droid. And I, I think that's really interesting. 
Um, it's part of their part of their society, and they're uh, fishing. And here come the uh, raiders of the like these dog looking creatures. And I'm sure there's a. I should say that there's yeah, probably they're, a they're name. They're called Klaatuinian. Klaatuinian. I, I think is how mm-hmm. maybe how you pronounce it. I don't think they ever reference it. Which that's another thing I'm, <laughs> I'm starting to realize with the show is that names of species, races, and names, of, even names of characters, are not that important in the show. No, like they don't not. really like when you watch any of the mov- movies. Okay, that's Luke. That's Leia. That's Han. That's Darth Vader. I mean, everyone has a name, and everyone knows everyone's name. In this show, we we I still don't even know the the name of the, the main character of the show, which is really interesting to me. And like. I had to look up the names of the characters. I think Omera is actually named at one point. Winta, her child is named mm-hmm. at one point. Winta. Um, hey, what, what's your favorite season? The, the Winta. Gr- the girl, yeah. The girl that helps in this mercenary, or no, yeah, kind of a mercenary. She's a gun for hire. Um, is Her name is Kara, but she's only named once in the entire episode. Mm. So I found that I found that to be very interesting. Like every episode, we don't, I don't think that the... Um, uh, Kuil character. I don't think. I don't think his name is literally ever mentioned, and he's in two episodes. Which, which that's probably just from a casting thing or from the script that, that came out. That they, that's how they knew his name. Yeah. Uh, you know the Clatuians. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. At any rate, they are um, the only real like they're in the extended universe stuff, and allegedly were slaves for the Huts at one point. And there is oh, wow. one of them on Jabba's skiff, and his name is Barada. Okay. And he is in the uh, Return of the Jedi movie. They're kind of um, kind of a bulldog like in their they faces. They really are, um, and have like like huge fang kind of teeth. And yeah, um, they look rough. Um, but I, yeah, I really like them. Um, they seem nice. They seem vicious. Oh yeah, vicious. <laughs> I wanted when I saw them. You know what song I heard? Who let the dogs out? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, let's talk about that cat. So there's like oh my god there, there's like a, a a brief scene. I thought the design on this cat was awesome. Like I really loved it, and I wanted to see it for more than like the five seconds that we got to see it. Yes. See it. Here's what fascinates me about that cat. That's probably the only time we'll ever see that species of animal in Star Wars ever. Yeah. And it was it. Someone spent a lot of time making that thing, like drawing it out, basically like mm-hmm. making the concept for this for this thing yeah and we saw it for like six seconds i was like wow that is super cool and then we never see it again and no, we I probably know. never will ever see it again no and it like hissed at the uh, at the kid <laughs> uh he walks into the saloon with the kid uh, he orders up some bone meal soup um oh yeah, yeah for him for the kid he chooses not to eat which we've yet to see him up till this episode we hadn't really seen him eat or or we thought he never takes the helmet off. Or, or drink, yeah. That's or right. drink or anything. So we're like, what, how is this possible? Um, the waitress comes up, offers him, uh, what do you, what would you need? He's basically like, who's that person in the corner? Because he walks past somebody and oh, it's, yeah. uh, what's her face? The What's her Cara, name? Kara. Kara Dune. Kara Dune. Yeah. Um, Gina Carano's character. And she's and she's and the waitress is very vague at first, and then he pays her some money. Oh, she came in. She'd been here is this the character for several weeks. Yeah. Uh, Last either on last week's episode of Disney Plus reviews or the week before, you were talking about when are we going to see this actress? Yeah, in a trailer. Is yes. this the girl you were talking this about? Is her. Okay. And then um, the other was John uh, Carlo uh, Esposito. Oh yeah, we we haven't seen him. So I haven't seen him. Um, we finally got enough of Carl Weathers, uh, and then. Um, but y- yeah, I mean, we're just looking for these people. 
that they've kind of uh, IG Eleven is another one that's on the main art, and I assume maybe he, him, or another IG will come back. Yeah, yeah, they have to. But it's just weird because they even Gina Carano is on the main art of the whole series. Like if you go to Disney Plus, like she's on there. It's weird. Um, she's the Kara <clears throat> character. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, but like I. I, I may have seen. I'll just say this. I, I may have seen where she's in a future episode. Mm. I'll just leave it at that for right now. I don't like that. Um, um, so I'm glad uh, she um, basically bolts on him. Like he looks he over looks and, and she's, she's gone. gone. He uses which is awesome and something we have not seen him use. Heat tracking. He tracks the footprints. Yeah. He, he has a he has a button he on his gauntlet. It, he uses it twice in the episode, but this is the yeah. First and the time, first yeah. one is when he's tracking. Uh, her and the footprints, of course, stop, and he doesn't just immediately look up. Which I know. Is like, <laughs> that, that's, so I'm watching this. This is the first episode I watched with my wife. Yeah, okay, so yeah. she, I don't know if I told you this, but she caught up, and then we watched episode four together. What does she think of it? it? Well, she loves it. Does she? Yeah, and she's not. She, I don't know that she would tell you that she is a Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. I think I think she would tell you that she enjoys the Star Wars movies when we watch them. But I think she's only seen each movie maybe one time. Okay. One piece. So. And she's not seen any of the peripheral stuff. Like, I don't think, like, I don't think she, yeah, she hasn't even seen Rogue One. So, like, so she's, she's kind of a cursory kind of border, borderline Star yeah. Wars person. But, um, like, when they get to that scene where he's, he's, um, following the footsteps, she goes, look up. She's right above you. <laughs> like, she called it before he looked up. But, <laughs> so anyway, she jumps down on him and then they start to have a big fight and he, she's completely holding her on against, Arguably one of the better fighters you're ever going to see in yeah. the Star Wars universe. And one thing you got to know about my wife, I might mention her a couple more times. She loves to talk during episodes, which does not, it, that, it doesn't bother me. I, I was going to watch this episode twice anyways. I've been yeah. watching, watching every episode at least twice. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I, uh, that's fine. You know, um, we, we have a good conversation during the show. But um, she, she said, um, she said, she uh, um, said something really interesting as we were watching the fight scene play out. She goes, how is she taking him right now? Like she, he was really struggling against her. Hey, she's and we come, we legit. come to fi- we come to find out why later. Yeah, but yeah, I thought that was really interesting because we've for the fir- maybe for the first time in the series we see the Mandalorian struggling in a fight. Like he's not just handing it to everyone that's around him. Yeah, he's You're, usually taking four guys on at once. Yeah, but I think that was also to really to flush out what was going to happen, and then the fact that she's a helpful person to add to his extended. Family, basically. Yeah, I say he's family. That's the best thing I can say. She's a it. great character. I, I, other than like Kuil, like she's the best character they yeah. had in the series. Uh, wouldn't you like to see this crew that has Kuil on it, oh, her yeah. on it, Baby Yoda? You I, know, I, I want to. I could be wrong. I want to say that's almost a definite at this point. Like I, I think, I think you he think so. A, he has a crew. To, they have. I, Maybe not like a full squad of people, but I bet towards the end of the episode he's gathering up all, all of his, the help, all of his, all the help he can get. I hope so. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they end up holding each other at gunpoint. Baby Yoda comes out, slurping uh, down the bone meal soup. So cute. And she, he looks at her and goes, "Want some soup?" <laughs> they end up sitting down and talking. She was a former rebel shock trooper. Dude, her backstory is so interesting. And she basically, once the Empire fell. She kind of had to hide out because she was kind of wanted. Yeah, she. Well, no, actually, she she says that um, she played cleanup for the Imperial soldiers after Endor, and she doesn't specifically say it was on Endor, but she said she said she just references after Endor. I was a part a, a, a part of a um, 
like drop ship kind of they're almost like a special forces like marines kind of mm-hmm. like going in no support no air support nothing and cleaning up like all the she calls them imps so like cleaning up all the imperial soldiers that are left over after the war mm-hmm. and so she that's why she can kind of t- hold her own in, in like a, a hand-to-hand combat situation because she's a ba it's, yeah she's yeah. special forces and basically you know, didn't have any kind of ATST kind of, you know, mobile like machinery kind of support. They got in, they got out, they got the job done. And so, yeah, she's, she is, uh, but then she also, also references because he's like, she runs, she bolts on him because she thinks that he's, he's a, bounty a bounty hunter. hunter coming for her yeah and so he's she's like that's i assume that's why you were here he's like no i'm not here for you and she says and he says he says so how'd you end up here and she she said the only line she says and it's really cryptic but i want to know more is she says uh just let's just call it an early retirement i think she's she's a deserter like i think that there was a a battalion some kind of you know company that she was a part of and i think she just left them like Mm. she just turned her back on them so Mm. Who knows? We will find but she, out. She is basically ex um, rebellion, ex you know republic sold, soldier. Yeah, yeah. Um, he basically, she basically goes, "Look, I found this planet first. I'm hiding out here though, and so you know you got to find it. Had to find someplace else to go." And he, by the way, really cool. He's like, "Well, uh, guess guess it's your place. We got to find some." He tells Baby Yoda, "We're gonna have to find someplace else to go." He's at his ship, mm-hmm. repairing a couple things, making sure everything's ready. And then all of a sudden, there's this little, there's these two farmers that come up, and they are basically saying, "Hey, look, we need your help. We've got these uh, people that have stormed our village, and we would like you to uh, help kill them all. We have money here. Look, they we say that several times. We have this money. <laughs> uh, it's basically nothing. He's because he remember he's he's got." All the money he needs at this point, and that's it's, true. He's handing out, you know, all kinds of tips to the waitress at the, you know, cantina. I don't know what to call that. This cantina. Yeah, she's like, let me have the the top shelf for you. Yeah, you got money. Yeah, you have money. So anyway, he says, buzz off, basically. Yeah, because he's not interested in money, like you said. Yeah. But what he is interested in is a nice, quiet place off to lay low. the grid. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then they basically say, oh yeah, you will. We'll give you lodging, and you can stay there, and blah 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 blah. And so he's like, okay, but I've got to basically I have to go find somebody else before we go. I've got he goes and finds Cara Dune. Yeah, it, it's really fun. the that exchange is really funny. I laughed out loud when he said it, but he he goes um, he goes. So you got a nice, quiet, off the grid place to stay, and you got lodging, right? And they're like, yeah, we have all that. And they're like, okay, I'll do it. Oh wait, I'll take your money too. <laughs> <laughs> he takes the money but then in the next scene we see that he just gives it to Kara basically because yeah. he wants help yeah and so he um, talks her into it which is interesting and, yeah. and she does it um, they go and do some recon or actually they first talk to the farmers and the farmers talk, tell them hey it's these uh Clatuines or whatever they're called. Yeah. Klatu- what they, call, they just call them the raiders. The but raiders, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they keep raiding our village and they're killing us. Um, and so they're like, okay, well, um, can you any of you fight? And the... Uh, get the name wrong. Uh, they're... What's the, what's the lady's name that I just said earlier? Omera? Omera. <laughs> Omera, like, he's basically, has it, does any of you guys know how to fire a blaster or fire? Yeah. She raises her hand and turns out she's got, she's a crack shot too. So she has a background. Well, she's as well. the only one. Like, but she's a really good shot. So yeah, it's yeah. kind of like the, one of those, like, 
what's going on here? Like, what what exactly is this person kind of background? And they have a little bit of an exchange, those two together. And you kind of feel like he may stick around and, you know, maybe stay on this planet at some point. Is that before or after they do the, re- the recon? Like, where they oh, actually... Not, well, this is... I, I think I'm getting my... I think they went and did the recon first. I I think, yeah, I think it is the recon first because they basically come back and they're angry at them. Well, they're like, hey, you didn't tell us the whole story. This is why. Because they go into the woods and they're tracking. He's got his heat tracking on and he sees it and it stops. And and they look basically down and there's this huge, is it AT? What is it? ATST. ATST track. <laughs> yeah. Because he's like, oh gosh, and yeah. so they get back and they're like, you well, that, didn't changes, tell- that changes the whole thing. Like at, at, at first they were like, okay, well, I, I can take twenty guys or whatever. I mean, yeah. But, but then they see this massive footprint on the ground. They're like, okay, that's different. And so they go back, and I, I think <laughs> the funniest, the the funniest line in the entire episode for me was when he comes back, and then like it literally like just cuts to a shot quickly, and it's him, him and her, Kara standing in front of all of the krill farmers, and he goes. Um, Bad news, you can't live here anymore. <laughs> I laughed. I laughed Kara, for a solid three or four yeah. seconds, probably. And Kara goes, man, you've got no bedside manner. <laughs> yeah. Bad news, can't live here anymore. <laughs> and then she basically says the same thing. She just puts it nicer. She's like, no, no. seriously, like, you can't, you can't stay here. Yeah. Like, well, you need to leave. We've, we've been, we've came here. Our ancestors <laughs> came here and we've developed this place and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, yeah, they, they've got you outgunned by, you know. I think what's so interesting about this exchange because they're the two of them are dr- addressing them and the krill are actually the farmers are trying to talk them into no we can do it and so like the two of them that they're like we hired you <laughs> like you guys took the job why aren't you like gonna help us yeah. and they're like you don't understand and uh, one of the best lines from her in that in this whole thing is she goes you cannot fight that thing there's no way there's no scenario where we win yeah she talks about how her she's seen an entire battalion of troops. Be wiped out by one. Yeah, in a, few, in a matter of minutes, just yeah. mowed down. Yeah. So basically, they go. Um, they then we have a training montage, and they're teaching part of the farmers that can't shoot. That that's when they ask who can shoot. Um, Omera raises her hand. Um, the rest of them are like, we don't know. We're just four farmers, and the uh, other ones are tr- teaching them to you know stab things with sharp sticks. Sticks. Yeah. And uh, they have some people with blasters, and that's good. So that as soon as we see this montage play out, it, it's it's. You're starting to realize, like, I'm starting to get vibes of the Magnificent Seven. Yes. And, and Jessica and I were, were sitting, like I said, watching this together, and we both looked at each other at the same time. Both said, we both said Magnificent Seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, because it, that is, it is, I mean, this plot has been done a million times over, but all of them go back to like the Seven Samurai, technically. Yes. And then uh, Mag- Magnificent Seven is the US version of it mm-hmm. that everyone knows. But this has done, been done in Star Trek. It's been done in, you know, you name it, um, X number of drama or this whatever. This is very. Very, there was parts of this episode, I told you this too, um, that the parts of this episode are very Star Trek Next Generation. Yes. I, I had that feeling many, many times. They yeah. were like, look, we don't know how to stop the, the blah, blah, blah race of people that they've come here and they always come and take our lunch money. Yeah. They're always coming here and taking our lunch money and giving us wedgies. There, there's always that moment. But we, we, we don't know how to fight them. We're going to teach you how to fight them. And this is how we fight them. We sharpen sticks. Yeah. And we're going to sh- teach you how to shoot. And then we're going to dig a big hole and put water in it. So there's even an episode that plays out exactly the same way in Star Trek Enterprise, um, mm-hmm. which is that, that uh, on another podcast, we talked a lot about that show. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's another episode where Scott Bakula does the exact same thing. So, so. It, but it's there. Anyway, the, the, the clear um, 
inspiration for this episode is Magnificent Seven style plot, where basically guns for hire are brought in. They teach the locals how to fight. You know, in the, the case of the Magnificent Seven, these Mexican bandit banditos or whatever are coming to raid their town, mm-hmm. and so they're one horse town, and so they they teach them how to fight and and fight back, and then and then presumably then they never come back again because they've learned how to defend themselves. The but the other movie that I was thinking about and you and I kind of texted back and forth about this earlier is I was thinking a lot about return of the Jedi as well. I was watching this. Yeah, you're right. There's, there's some big similarities. It's, and it's not indoor. Like it's not full on like jungle. I mean, there are some like trees and stuff for sure. But, um, I actually wa- went back and watched a few clips of return of the Jedi and the ATSTs are exactly the same. Like they have the exact same foot. And they're like, ominous. Yeah. They're in it too. They look exactly the same. Um, and the way that they have to fight them is exactly the same. So like the Ewoks, I mean, these things are like three feet tall. Maybe the tallest one is three feet. Um, they obviously are not going to be able to take down an ATST by just like throwing their, um, sticks at them and stuff like that. And so they end up doing, um, like the, the log trap thing where it smashes the head together. And then like, there's another one where like they roll logs down a hill and and it just takes over their legs Yeah, it just tumbles on it. And so basically that's what they're going to try to do here is Kara says, Hey, we can't take this thing head on, but what we can do is we can trap it. Yes. We can get it to, so it'll walk into a pond basically. Right. And so they dig a big hole so it'll fall in there and then they can attack it from there. Uh, they first go, which I think I like this. They go into, they go into their tent thing and they go into their little, their little village, let's say village, little tent village. And they blow up. What, what is that room that has the liquid in it? Oh, I, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. They make reference to its beard, like talking about it like it's. They make that reference. Oh, I don't know. I didn't catch it. So. Um, anyway, basically, they blow that up um, and killing a few of them while they do. They actually beat up a bunch of them, and they tr- they do that though to get them to chase them back to the village. Yeah, they chase them back to the village. The at 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 st yeah um, rises up. It's red, ominous eyes in the woods. This it looks so freaking good. And so it chases them to the edge. Of the water, and they're like, please just step forward, please just step forward. And they eventually bait it, um, shoot it. I mean, this, it's a fight scene. Yeah. And they eventually uh, work it out. They sacrifice themselves a little bit to go to it, and uh, it eventually steps into the big pond and yeah. they attack it. I think the most. Um, they don't kill all the bad guys, though. So, I mean, they're still around. Yeah. They, I guess they could come back, but I mean, they stick around for three weeks after that, and uh, presumably and there's that, no more fighting. And that was something you said too. It's like the first time that you realize, oh, this is like not a concurrent like timeline. It's been several yeah. weeks. But, and honestly, how much, how, how many weeks was it when he was traveling in space? So it could be right. He could have been away from, you know, I don't know what planet that was, Tatooine or like planet that they were on, right? With Carl Weathers chasing well, him, and and how long did it take episode. him? How long did it take him just to find a backwoods planet somewhere? Like he may have searched the charts. He actually talks about that at the end of this episode. He's like, "Well, it's back to the charts," and like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he was doing that for several weeks before he even found Sorgan. So, yeah, or months. Um, yeah, exactly. So, um, anyway, um. I thought the fight scene was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really tense. And especially like when the ATSD would not take the bait, it was like kind of like teetering on the edge. Well, I, kept, I just paused gonna, at one point on the episode to see how much time was left. Yeah. Just to be like, well, they've got to come to a resolution. Yeah. And so how much time is left? Are they going to get ransacked and then the village get exploded? Right. And then them have to 
make a big win in the end, and that actually didn't happen. It actually yeah. ended up tying the loose ends together. I figured they would get it to step in the pond somehow. I yeah. just didn't know how they were going to do it. And and Jessica and I were like screaming at the at the television at this point. They were like, "Take the bait, step forward." You know, you got to fall into the trap. And eventually, Kara does this awesome maneuver where she she basically takes his pulse rifle, yeah, uh, and then like charges at it. Which I'm like, that is awesome. Like that's a, that's a warm maneuver for sure. So she charges at it, slides into this, you know, um, this, uh, it's yeah. also like a bunker. Type. Yeah. Well, the great, the ground is popped up there and she can hide behind the ground. Yeah. And, uh, so she slides into that and then just starts taking pot shots at its head, which yes. is really cool to yeah. watch. Yeah. And then eventually she baits it into taking that step and it yeah. falls over. And then she shoots the inside of the. Well, yeah, uh, the Mandalorian comes out with his thermal, thermal detonator, mm. uh, attaches it, I think like. You know, yes. glues it basically to the head. Yeah, uh, runs off. It explodes, and then at that point, the the battle's pretty much over. Like um, they, the Raiders know it's there's nothing they can. They do. then you, you and by the way, you saw a few times that Baby Yoda is playing with the village kids throughout and, the episode, and they love yeah. it. Yeah, and they love it. And so it's kind of this weird, like, well, maybe they are going to end up on this planet, and he's going to find true love. There's a lot of talk. True love's first kiss. Yeah. This is a quiet episode, by the way. There's not a lot of action in it. Yeah. Um, there's the, the kind of one-on-one fight scene between the two of them, mm-hmm. and then the big fight scene at the end. It's also the longest episode. It's longer than the first episode. Yeah, it's true. Um, and so... Um, a little more story to tell in this one, too, to yeah. flush out. The other thing, we, we're leaving this out, too, the big, the big thing in the end is that you see uh, a guy with a tracking... Five or whatever you want to call it, tracker. Oh, the very end. Yeah. Beep, 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 and then it pans up, and it's it's just some random alien guy with the big long snout thing, the helmet, you know, whatever. Yeah. And he's walking, and he um, basically lines up the Mandalorian in his sights, and then looks over and puts Baby Yoda in the crosshairs. Yeah. Which when he had for him he- in the crosshairs for a headshot, by the way. Yeah. And could have gotten it. So. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's all lined up for a headshot, and then of course you don't see what happens, but you hear a gunshot go off, mm-hmm. and the you know the birds start flying away or whatever, and 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 there's that moment of panic of like, oh no, yes. like I I thought maybe he narrowly missed, like maybe like harmed him and like it wounded him, but didn't kill him. I, there's no way they kill Baby Yoda in this series, by the way, but no, right. uh, maybe in the last episode. But if if they do, there will be a mm. tremendous backlash. <laughs> there's gonna be some twist, but Baby Yoda's gonna have some mega twist. Yeah. Like I'm telling you. Yeah. That, that last episode is gonna I, have some major twist. Here's here's my prediction. Or maybe before that. Maybe was, he doesn't episode. he doesn't get killed. I think maybe at one point he does get wounded. I, think I think so? I think we'll see that. Yeah. Just for that heartstring heartstring moment. My bet is it gets stolen. Oh anyway, yeah. so when he gets when they shoot like that, the so Mandalorian the Mandalorian yeah. realizes, look, they can track this thing. Which by the way, well, we should, how we, do they how can they track him? Yeah, I, I still don't know. I like in that very moment, I was just like, "Why? How is he here?" And, and all of that, like, it did take it, him three weeks to get there. Well, but. it's true, but it's a way that it you can't have it removed if it's an implant. Right. It can't be removed. It's got to be a DNA tracker. Like it has its, they have their D, its DNA. But the, but they didn't until the third episode. <laughs> like I, they they were able to track him. Like the Mandalorian was able to track him back in like episode zero. Like even before episode one started, they yes. were they were tracking him already. So I don't know. I they didn't have his DNA until the third episode. So I, I don't know how they're tracking him. They've always been able to track him without his DNA. So it's well, re- it's really unless weird. they had his DNA before. Oh, like another, another group did, or something. I mean, yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, but, it's weird. But maybe they, maybe they they'll explain these it. tracking problems all may the not. time. They may not explain. This may be one of those. 
uh, it's Star just Warsian. One, it's just a draw. It like you got to have something. So yeah, midichlorians because yeah, I mean it goes all the way back to um, uh, Empire Strikes Back where the I mean they're tracking Han somehow. Like I mean yeah. he always shows up and is you know running after Han. So it's crazy. Um, and then, so basically, so, the, he, so he he doesn't die. Obviously, uh, Kara shoots him in the back, which I, yeah. I thought was a cool moment. But um, he, she is definitely on his side. Like oh, she's yeah. she's not just a, a mercenary. Well, he's won her. She's won her, her. He's won her over. Yeah, enough to get the trust. Of well, and not even not only that, but at the end of the episode, she says, "Are you sure you don't want me to come with you?" Like, yeah, I'll, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I'll back you up. And and where as where in the first, a lot's changed with the Mandalorian. In the first episode, Kuil actually he tries to get Kuil. Like the Mandalorian is asking him, "Hey, I could really use a third yeah. on the ship," and he's like, "No, it's it's fine. This is my valley piece and all that kind of stuff." Yeah. And then in this one, the it's flipped where she's like, "No, I want to come with you," and he and he turns her down. He's yeah. like, "No, I I'm I'm good. I'm gonna ride solo." So a couple moments that we kind of skipped over. In the episode, that I think I thought were really interesting. All the stuff with the kids and um, uh, Baby Yoda like half swallowing that frog, and oh, then man. like the kid's reaction, oh gross or whatever, and then he spits it back out yeah. <laughs> right in front of him. Um, but I think the mo- some of the most meaningful quiet scenes in the in the episode were between him and Omera. because she at one point is like really drilling him. Like she she's like she's like hey. So you never take that thing off. When's the last thing time you time you took that helmet off? He's like, well, yesterday. He's like, no, you know what I mean. When was the last time you took it off in front of a person? And he's like, well, I was a kid. Like I, this, I was the same age as those kids that are running around outside. Yeah. And he talks a little bit about how, like, when my parents died, the Mandalorians took me in, and this is the way. Like this is the way that we exist now. Like we we never take our helmets off. And then there's that moment towards the very end. It's right after they 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 finish the battle. She actually grabs his helmet, which yeah, better take it he off. He lets it, he lets her do, which is really well. Interesting. This is back. No, this is when they were they're having their moment because Baby Yoda is playing with the kids. Yeah. Um, it's been three weeks. Yeah. The, cow- the cowboy in. has he run off. He feels the- like maybe <laughs> she. He's basically like. Maybe this would be great to have a life and blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah. He's, I, I, I truly believe, I mean, there's different interpretations out there for sure. I truly believe that he's really considering it. Can you imagine if he's ugly under there? I'm, I bet he's hideous. And she's like, oh, oh, dear God. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, what? <laughs> Not like this. I, oh, oh, well, helmet back on. <laughs> have a safe travels. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Not like that, this. Not like this. I, I would love that. That'd be so funny. I someone's already made that YouTube video. I'm so. sure. Um, but yeah, no, I I really liked the moments between them, the two of them, and Kara sees it too because at the, at one point she's like, she's like, so what happens if you do take it off? Do they come and kill you? <laughs> like she's has this kind of like funny. Yeah, moment. he's like, no, they just. The, I'm just not one of I, them anymore. Yeah, I just can't put it back on ever again. And and she's like, so you could hang all this up, go settle it down with that beautiful widow over there, and just live the rest of your life in peace. And he's like, yeah, but I, I can't do that. That's not, that's not the way. Yeah, you know. Well, so interesting. He's very much the um, John Wayne. It was almost like cowboy. Yeah, it was almost like the worst timing ever, though, because she literally almost took it off, and he was about ready to get sniped in the head. Yeah, that's true. Like, could you imagine in the end? <laughs> the end. Um, um, did we skip over anything else? Anything else? You no, to I mean not, not anything. There was a lot of, um, there was a lot of building of his character. Adding to the fact that Baby Yoda is a, a child. I mean, I say he's growing. He's fifty years old. Yeah. And so we we're. I thought we're it was getting... interesting to, to watch him walk by himself, like un, unaided. Yeah. Like I think they. 
I think that was one of those things where they're like, look, are we going to have this stinking crib flying around forever? <laughs> no. Let's just have it walk around. But even though it still, he still looked, it didn't look like a puppet out there walking around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they've come a long way with that kind of stuff. So uh, looking over my notes, I think the only other thing that we skipped over is a pretty big moment actually. But at one point in the episode, he, he basically says, um, I'm leaving and, and he's staying. I'm just going to abandon him yeah. and just leave and that's him right here. Not the, the assassin, yeah. the bounty hunter. Which that up. changes his mind because he's like, okay, they're just going to keep coming for this thing. And, and, and if we stay here, the village is going to be in peril all the time. That's true. Yeah, yeah. And so he's like, I have to leave. So but yeah, I, at, whether at they point, ever see each other again, At knows. one point he says goodbye to Kara. He actually goes to Omera yeah. and says goodbye to her. He, he's like, and that's when she tries to take the helmet off. And he says, I don't belong here. Uh, but he does. Uh, he needs to stay here with you. And she's like, I'll, I'll raise him as my own child, just like my, all my yes, other children. He has your eyes. <laughs> and so um, I thought that was a very interesting thing for his character to say, like um, that he he cares enough about the child to not just see it survive and not be hunted for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. Cause at the point, at that point he didn't, he didn't know they were still tracking him. Um, but also that he would have a good life. Cause at, at one point he tells Kara, uh, this isn't the life for a child. Like yes. I, I don't want him just butting up, you know, sidling up to a bounty hunter for the rest of his life. That's not how a child should be raised. And so he actually cares enough about the child to actually say, "I want him to have a good life." And I, I thought that was really interesting too. There's, well, a, there's, there's, there's a soft side to the Mandalorian that we well, didn't, we didn't see until this well, episode. Well, and he did. I don't think he'd accessed it before we saw him. We run into him. Yeah. You know. So, um, other than. The fact that he wanted the foundlings to win because, you know, the foundlings yes, are our future. They are our future. Um, well, very good. Favorite moments? Favorite moment uh, definitely was um, just the battle scene with the ATST is falling into the water. Um, I definitely was really glad that there was another bounty hunter at the end. I was really glad that. Bounty oh, that we saw another Yeah, I, I didn't yeah. want him to have to have some, some you know, struggle the wills to. Oh, should I not? I love you though, and blah blah blah. I'm, not, I'm glad the bounty hunters there to just be like, no, remember, remember, you're the Mandalorian. <laughs> remember the whole flamethrower in every episode. Oh, by the way, yeah. four in a row. Yeah, four episodes <laughs> and, great, and four uses of a flamethrower. I love it. And um, yeah, you're not lovey dovey. We don't need that right now. Right. It was glad to see that part of him, but it was good to. I I kind of wanted him and uh, Cara Dune to get together. Well, Honestly, and they still could. I mean, I you you absolutely will see Kara again. I'll I'll tell you what I saw after yeah after we hit stop. But um, uh, I think for me, um, dude, that ATST with all of its rust and grime and cool. moss growing on it, I was like red eyes. Yeah, when it just like the red red eyes glowed up and it, that thing just kind of like <laughs> just like it rose up out of the grass. I was yeah. like, it's on. Like I I got immediate start like. The, the all the the chills the, the my hair is, stood up though. on the back of my neck you know what I'm saying that thing's probably been sitting yeah. around there well, on that planet at least forever. five years yeah the empire's yeah. been been gone for five years basically these raiders found this thing in but it could have been in the backwoods somewhere time ago. you know what I'm saying that yeah they, exactly I mean, so the, this isn't their unit like they basically yeah. like commandeered it yeah um but yeah I was just like it, it gave me all the chills uh, that I used to have when I was a kid when yeah. I, when I was watching stuff. watching Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi these walkers of like Yes, this is Star Wars. This is as Star Wars as it gets. So yeah. I, I love that. Um, and then just, you know, spin out the frog. <laughs> God. I thought that was great. Uh, and just all the Baby Yoda stuff. He's so good. 
He just so it's such an added thing I didn't expect. How is this thing not going to sell like millions of dollars of merchandise in the next couple months? Why Disney's genius? Every every kid is going to have a baby Yoda for he Christmas. He is Groot. He, you know he's baby Groot. He's ET. Yeah. He's uh, he's Gizmo from the Gremlins. Is this he's the, all the things? Is this the cutest like mascot type character that we've seen since Baby Groot? And he's cute, but he's not an Ewok, so people aren't fighting against it like they did the Ewoks right. and that sort of thing. I I think I'd venture to say he's cuter than Baby Groot. Like as much as no, I think so too. As much as like especially girls like when Gaga over Baby Groot, and I thought he was cute too. I don't know, but Baby Yoda is about the cutest, and, and he crosses genders. Like guys, girls, yeah, I, everyone, yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone loves. Baby Can I say Yoda. this though? He looks more real than Groot does. Groot, you look at yeah, yeah. like, yeah, this is major CGI here. Oh yeah, yeah. Baby Yoda, you're like, I know that's CGI. So he's the way he walks. I'm I'm glad you brought it up. The way he walks is um, very puppet. It's it's um it's Henson style. Yeah, it really is kind of movement. Um, like he walks the way that Yoda walked in. Five and six. Um, I mean, he's got two inch legs, so he's not like yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he can't. Yeah. You can't make ma- major strides, so he's like it's this little waddle, like yeah. back and forth thing. But they're not even tr- attempting to smooth it out. Like mm-hmm. they, they could smooth out those those movements of his legs and his body. With, and he would look CGI. like something from Phantom Menace. Yeah, <laughs> well, he would look like Jar Jar. Oh, yeah. But they're not. They're not even trying to do that, and I applaud them for that. I, I, think, I think that's great. That. Yeah. Gosh. All right. Well, very good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I, I'll be honest with you, Jack. The first time I watched it, um, I was like, okay, that's a good episode, but I liked every other episode better. Going back and watching it a second time, I was like, I don't know, man, this might be one of my favorite ones. Because of what they, they've, they're starting to really build out this other Star Wars thing they're doing. You're starting to really kind of buy into that character. This was a much deeper, this is a very much deeper dive into that character. Yeah. Uh, and you kind of see this other side, like every episode is kind of opened up this other little window into this character. So uh, pretty cool. Other than episode one, this is the most character development yeah. that we've seen and probably the most lines that we've seen yeah. in, an, in an episode. That's true. So it's been a lot of fight, 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 mm-hmm. which has been fine. I, like, I think you need both, but yeah. this has been, this is the quiet episode of the, of the season. Yeah. Probably. I am so. ready for more bounty hunters to chase him. And yeah. I, I do want to see some action in the next one. Um, but yeah. I, I'm glad we got this kind of, you know, valley in the in the peaks and valleys of the show. It, it, so it's one of those two. If they do another one like this, and it becomes a monster of the week, they don't have enough episodes for it to become monster of the week. Right. And you only have eight. You can't have one where they go shopping at the at the mall on Coruscant <laughs> or whatever. That you know, what I'm saying like hit baby gap for yeah, for exactly. the child. We need to, he needs to blend in, and then half the episodes and trying on outfits, and he was like, not that one. <laughs> Dress for success. Or uh, putting How? on the Ritz is playing in the background. <laughs> I don't want the pink cardigan. No, you will wear it. Oh, oh, baby Yoda. Bam, 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 bam. Wow. Uh, questions, thoughts, predictions. Um, he, um, I just want more bounty hunters to chase him. Yeah. And I want him to have to fight him off, and I want to be really creative how they do it. Oh, yeah. That's my hope. Um, I There's going to be some twist. And I'm not talking like, like, I think that he'll get kidnapped. I hope it's by... Someone you don't expect, and I hope it's by it's some homage. I want more push toward the new the. I'm not saying the first order, but more of that push toward mm. this new kind of thing. And you may not get there. It's maybe too much in that dead zone of the the uh, the dark ages, maybe per se. Yeah. After the empire, before the first order, 
and it may not even be they, possible. They really only have about two two hours, two and a half hours left of, of yeah, storytelling. So you're gonna have to really stretch to get to something like that. I just want I just want some other homage. I want Lando Calrissian to come in and steal this baby. Okay, that's all I want. I all just right. want something basic. I want Jabba the Hutt as yeah, Jabba the Hutt's kid, mm-hmm. um, Django Hutt to <laughs> Pizza the Hutt to come in <laughs> and take this baby. And then that, and then it goes to season two, and he's like, I gotta get this baby. Yeah. Okay. I gotta fight off a rancor right, we'll to see, get this baby. We'll see if any of those predictions come true. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Um, here's my prediction for the beginning of Tell ep- me. episode five. I think they're still on Sorgan at the beginning of of episode five. I don't think that they they leave either immediately. They may not leave at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think they probably do leave at some point. But if you if you I didn't catch this until the second viewing. At, as the when the credits roll, they're in that uh, speeder or I don't know. It's transport thing. Yeah, a little flat thing. And he's leaving the the farming village. village but and then the credits roll. So he he doesn't even you don't even see his ship. So I think I think something happens on the way back to the ship. Yeah, I think, that's I think, possible too. I think that's how they start episode. More five. bounty hunters. Yeah, it could be back in the. Um, you know the cantina restaurant type of scene. It the chilies. The, the chilies. Yeah. <laughs> um, here's a question for you sure. about the series end. Do, does the series end with the Mandalorian retiring with Omera? Like the, the entire series? Yeah. Like is episode, this thing only eight episodes? It's eight episodes. Like At, for all times? Are you saying? Are you asking me? Is, is there, there going to be a season two? two? Oh, I think there will be. Oh, I thought you, I thought I thought you had some. You knew that. I, I mean, I, I feel like a moron right now. You made me no, feel like be, an idiot. There'll be a season two. I, I, I look like an idiot. I'm wondering if the nothing new. If what we saw in episode four wasn't uh, telegraphing what we're going to see at the end, if the payoff at the end of episode eight is going to be like him actually taking off his helmet and saying, "I'm okay. done. I'm done." There will be a battle. Of course, at the end, he will retire, much like Thanos, to the farm. And end up smooching on Omera at the end. He takes a, the last scene is him taking off his helmet and smooching. I don't know that doesn't make. <laughs> he can't be a Mandalorian anymore if he does that. I guess he, you know, Bob, Boba uh, Boba Fett and Jango Fett technically aren't Mandalorians. They just wore Mandalorian armor, right? So he can still wear the armor. He might just be like, you know what? Forget but, that whole but thing. But they could change the rules and let him back in for no, season he two. He maybe, ooh, maybe he's like Martin Luther and he nails the ninety nine thesis <laughs> against the. <laughs> The yeah. rules have to change. They will change. Too strict. I want to wear the armor and get all the benefits of being cool. Flamethrower. Uh, I also think Kara's coming back. I think Kuil's coming back. Um, I, and I don't have any... His super team. Tank. Super the, knowledge, but... The other Mandalorian. John Farber's character. The, yeah, he has to come back. I think all of our favorite characters are going to come back at some point. I'm excited about it, and probably in the la- at least by the last episode. And then next episode they go to they go to the Gungan planet. Yeah, you have to have that Avengers moment. Missa, where... Missa, come with you. See, oh no, <laughs> Missa, live forever too. I, I feel like we should also say that I don't think you see any like known species races in this in the rest of the series. I, you're like, gonna find there's gonna be some old Jedi that escaped Order sixty six that or, that escaped to wherever. Uh, that survived through the empire, and he's gonna be like, "You have got to, we've we've got to help you get this Yoda to Dagobah." I don't know. Just I, I think one thing is clear: he's not going for that um, calamari, whatever character, the one that we thought. I was know we were. Bu- I'm bummed. Son. I'm a little bummed. <laughs> I, we're, we're never gonna see him. I wanted to see the cool swinging uh, Admiral Akbar's son, who's like, meh. 
I worked through my dad's trust fund. <laughs> dad's total square. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. Come over here. I got a cocktail sauce spa treatment. Uh, I I am deeply impressed with what John Favreau is doing with this series. Yeah, it's it, it great. is it is uh, distinctly Star Wars mm-hmm. every episode. It's awesome. So. Yeah, I love it. Um, Roman, this one. What have you been watching other than this show on Disney Plus? I have not watched anything on Disney Plus in this last oh, week. Um, Jordan has watched uh, every Toy Story movie at least twice. Okay, good. Uh, a piece. Um, we went and saw. This is not on Disney Plus, but we did see Frozen Two, uh, which was incredible. I'm not going to say anything about it. Go see it if you haven't seen it already. Uh, it is. If you love if you love the first one, you will absolutely love the second one. It is a f- fantastic film. I'm not telling any- anything groundbreaking by saying that. Um, what did Jordan want to watch on the car ride home from Nashville? Frozen. Um, immediately after we watched Frozen two. Frozen. I want to watch Frozen, Daddy. I'm like okay, I guess it's just going to be f- four hours of Elsa today. So yeah, she watched Frozen. There you I, go. And she watched it twice. Actually, she's seen it twice. Do you remember so. on the uh, horrible movie podcast we did a movie? At one point, it went, but it, you didn't do it. It was a Phil Lewis, and then we had another guest that came on, Corey Gordon, that came on, uh, the Yellowstone Cubs. Oh, yes. Watched it again. Oh, just, oh. As, just as good as the it's first. On, yeah. Yeah, well, it's on Disney Plus, 1962. Oh, I didn't it's know they It's really old. I didn't realize it was on there until the other day. I'm like, I wonder if Yellowstone Cubs is on there. And it's that part of Disney, like the old Davy Crockett TV show. Yeah. Like the, all that old stuff's on there. It's amazing. Like, I it's really cool to I me. I saw, like, Ben Apple and, Dublin Gang is on yeah, Disney Plus. Ben Knobs and Broomsticks is on there. Yeah. Like, a lot of Song movies. Song of the South, not, not on, on Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> and it never will be. And it never will be. <laughs> yeah, there's there's some obscure stuff that you've never heard of that's on there. And then some of the obscure stuff that, you've ne- that you have heard of is never going to be on there. Never going to be on there. That will not, not be on there. There's just too many things. And um, different time. A different time. I think the original Dumbo is on there, and I think some people have ish- take some I think, political issues. You know with that, this. But. We can take issue with a lot of things. I think that's just one of those things. You can try to erase the past, but there's no possible way to erase the past. No. So we just learn from the past <laughs> and move fo- move forward. And we've we've just to, we've improved. Just we've improved just as a learn, society. Learn to ignore history like the rest of us. Well, or just learn. Well, you learn from the mistakes of the past, and yeah. Try not to fall into the same, you know, mistakes. It's hard, <laughs> but not so hard that you have to make a movie that's whatever. Well, you know, the hell that. And there are other people. I will say this. I'm not trying to say you should watch Song of the South, but there are a lot of people that are like, well, have you ever seen it? I've watched a lot of it. I've watched most of it, and it it I is old timey. It. It's just that old timey stuff. I mean, yeah. Ah, I, they're not going to make that again. Like, there's no way. No. Just saying. <laughs> they're, they're never remaking It couldn't get Song made today. <laughs> I mean, it could get made, but it ain't going to get shown anywhere. Um, so uh, anyway. Other than Yellowstone Cups? Uh, just the fact that, I mean, you can watch every Marvel movie on there, basically. Yeah, I mean, for awesome. the most part now. Um, I, I can tell you this. In the next couple of weeks, I definitely will be rewatching The Last Jedi before I go see Rise yeah. of Skywalker. Yeah. So. I just... Um, By the way, I already have two tickets oh, for yeah, Rise of Sky- Skywalker on opening weekend. Well, and I, I need to get, get on, that, on the horn there. But I, I've got a, t- a Thursday night ticket and a Friday morning ticket. <laughs> I'm excited about it. And honestly, and I, there are many people that I've, I've said this voice to it. I've said it on social media. I've said it on our other show. Um, like I just didn't like Last Jedi, and I really, yeah, it is what it is. Like you, they made new Coke back in the day. Yeah, people were like, you know, Coca Cola, we need something different. Let's make new Coke. 
you don't have to change the formula to Star Wars. I'm okay if every Star Wars movie, if they wanted to make 20 more Star Wars movies and it was all called the Luke Skywalker family adventure, I would still watch it mm-hmm. and be like, that's fine. Yeah. I love it. I don't go to Chick-fil-A and go, I wonder I wonder if they'll make a burger for me. I'm okay with the chicken sandwich. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyway. So Last Jedi did so many things that were just like, okay, I, that's your take, I guess, on this. And my hope is that J.J. Abrams can find a way to make that into something that's uh, his own thing, like he did in the first one. Yeah, I in think the, episode seven. I think he's forced to to respond to some of the things that were set up in AIDS. Yeah. I mean, how can you not? Yeah. Um, while probably ignoring a bunch of other things. I, I bet there's some stuff that literally never gets addressed again. Yeah. I, I, think that, I think so, too. And again, is it the worst movie of all time? No. No. It, 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 are there things Come that... Come on, I, people. We, we had episode one. Are so. there some enjoyable parts of it? Yes, there are some enjoyable parts. And my my beef with it is not... like And what, I, what makes me angry... Is when people start to attack the the actors and actresses. Of right, it. right. I mean, how? Come on, people. Yeah. Like that's ridiculous. They're just they're actors and actresses. Right. My my issue is really just how Ryan Johnson just kind of. And here's what we're gonna do with this. It's like why? Like I don't was, understand. Was it. a casino planet? Eh. Well, I mean, I mean, I've watched Phantom Menace like 14 times, and I don't like that movie either. Was you know what I'm saying? Was it? It's uh, like I. But, was but it, I'm, was I'm it Fairy saying, Princess Leia? <laughs> That was weird. Like, that was weird that she was floating, like, she was iced up, through floating through space. Yeah. And I don't know if we'll ever get a Jedi payoff for her. Yeah. But we're left to believe that she is a Jedi or has power, has, but obviously has the Force in her. Was and it, then... Was it... Was it... Um, uh, Poe Dameron is why. And the reason is Poe Dameron is why is he went from swashbuckling, <laughs> saving the day two, two times, probably, in that first movie, to now it's like... Nope, he's an egotistical jerk, yeah. and we don't trust him to give him the plans, and you're just a dumb pilot. Yeah, I did think that, that was, and that was like, stupid. That's weird. Like, yeah. like you had built him up in the first one, and on the second one, you were like, hey, go, you're part of the JV squad. Get out of here. Yeah, that was kind of Laura weird. Dern's character was really weird. Yeah. Like I, That was from I, nowhere. I agree. And not her. She's a great I, actress. I, I think I like, I'm just like, I don't know what, what I think, are we doing? I think I liked the movie. I'm almost positive I liked the movie better than you did. But I, it, but I agree with everything that you're telling me right now. You remember so. when you saw O.J. Simpson's car chase and you thought, why aren't those police just overtaking mm-hmm. O.J. in that Bronco? Yeah. They're just poli- well, the rebels, politely following him. The rebels ship. I mean, they're just like yeah. politely, <laughs> slowly following the what? Yeah, you have hyperdrive. Like, just get ahead of them. <laughs> anyway, Huck, Huck, uh, General Hux or whatever his name is, he's a buffoon and yeah. he's kind of a moron. Yeah, he's like Darth Helmet from Spaceballs. <laughs> Darth Helmet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he really is. Anyway, that's a rant. I don't know. I know how pe- I've heard so many people rant about. Has oh, it soured you on nine? Are no. You, oh no, I am pumped. You're just as no, excited. No, I am about pumped. Nine. Okay. Gotcha. Oh, I've watched Last Jedi two or three times. Yeah, I've only like, seen it the one time. I don't even. I, it's and again, it's not the worst thing ever. But it's like I just am. I don't like it, and it's definitely one of the worst Star Wars movies in my book. Yeah, it really is. 
I do think it's. I was talking to somebody about this at work. And we've today. talked about this again. We've talked about this for hours on other shows. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, we'll we'll wrap up the show here shortly. But last, yeah, we're just kind of longer episode. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, but I love talking Star Wars. Yeah, I, I me can too. Talk, talk about Star, me too. Star Wars for hours. At work today, I was talking to somebody about how um, I think it's it's a little funny the timing of the Mandalorian. Like we won't have we won't have seen the final episode of the Mandalorian until we've already seen. Uh, Rise of Skywalker, like yeah. it's kind of being juxtaposed in the middle of this eight, oh, eight week series. It just helps it. Yeah, yeah I, I think I mean, it helps I, it. I'm fine with it. Yeah. It's just it's a little weird. Oh, like, the other thing with Last Jedi, uh, Finn's character. What are you doing? Like, yeah, he you was, built him up, and honestly, to the point where. By I, the way, when you watch, when you I really watched, liked him and Rose together. Yes. I love their scenes together. Yes. But when you really stop and think about the like the side mission that they went on during Last Friday, it's like, what is going it, on? It's almost like they're like, well, we got these two characters. We need them to have something to do. Here you go. Yeah. We'll just have them chase this rabbit to nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's weird. It's and, really, really and weird. And some of my favorite scenes were the two of them together. I, I, and they're I, fine together. And yeah. I, I, it, 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 was it just was weird. weird. Yeah. It was really weird. And we got to free the horses on the casino yeah. planet. We know. Well, these aliens, hey, listen, these aliens from a galaxy far, <laughs> far away, long ago, galaxy far, far away, these alien horses need to be freed. Yeah. What? <laughs> I, I was listening to a podcast recently and they were talking about how um, they're like, so they go to this casino planet and they see all these horses, or whatever, and some slaves, and they d- decide to free the horses? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why not the slaves? <laughs> Weird, like <laughs> just in general, like it's just the tone. Like and I yeah. guess I struggle with maybe maybe trying to juxtapose like current political talking points onto a fantasy movie that's technically for kids. Yeah, that I'm just like, just let a movie be a movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's okay. Like, anyway, it's weird. Anyway, so there you go. There's my rant. Good episode, honestly. Mandalorian, I'm loving it. Yeah, I'm still. I'm loving, loving it. it. Yeah, I, I, I'm. So, I mean, I'm. I've been in since episode one, but I'm still. I'm still very much in. I, I just can't wait for every episode to come out. So, uh, speaking of which, uh, t- tune in to, uh, yeah, uh, tune in to uh, episode five of or chapter five. I think they call them chapters of the Mandalorian on Friday as you're listening to this, and then we will drop another episode next Monday. We dropped this episode a little bit later just because of the holidays. Travel, we're, we're traveling friends. for Thanksgiving, so. I uh, appreciate you just kind of being patient with that. Yeah. Uh, but we'll be, be back on time next week. Um, let us know what you want to hear on the on this podcast or um, let us know your reviews. Uh, send us an email. We'd love to include you in the show. Disney Plus, P-L-U-S, Disney Plus reviews at Hotmail.com if you want to get a hold of us. Uh, that's the best way to send do it. Send us a nice, concise email with some of your thoughts about The Mandalorian so far. Would you agree to read some oh, emails? Oh, absolutely. I would love to. So, yeah, we would love to read your emails. And um, honestly, audio, record your voice audio be, as long as it sounds clean, as long yeah. as it's good, clean audio. Yeah, uh, and honestly, we, clean we were in a, we were in a, cl- we were in a, a clean show. So, well, and I, I yeah. realized that when I said clean, I meant like good sounding audio. So, yeah. like, go in, like, go in, like, I'm going to say this, go into like your closet where yeah. there's clothes. Exactly. If you can, because that deadens the sound, recording your phone, and then email that recording to us. And the clean aspect of it, make sure you're not dropping F bombs yeah, on keep, the keep thing. Yeah, keep it clean. It's a, it's a family there's show. There's no need. Because honestly, guys, in Star Wars, there's not really cuss words that we know of other than banta fodder. Yeah. That's I think calling someone a womp rat. Now, if you call someone a womp rat, you're really saying something. Yeah. A little womp rat. All right. So thanks, Phil. Well, with that, uh, thanks for joining us today. And we will see you next time here on Disney Plus Reviews. Until then, bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you.